How much have you actually made? Trading just a tiny bit above 20 million pounds. Swiss Kinnear, an expert trader and investor. He has five plus years of experience in the market, but it wasn't always so easy. London is dangerous, like I was telling you, like since they attacked me, tried to rob my Richard Milley and sold my car. Wait, come again? I had a meeting in North London. I see like two guys on a motorbike coming like this. I'm like, fuck, I can lose my life for like 250k watch. I mean, oh, so like, like the value of the watch? Yeah. How much was the value of the car? 250k too. So when I start like making some small money for when I was working at the hospital, I was just like buying courses, using free stuff, then buying courses, lost money on course, lost money on signals, lost money on Ponzi scheme. How much money are we talking to us? I would say easily. But the last three years, I lost three close people for me. Like you just realize that a heart attack can happen out of nowhere. Like literally like you can die, like we can have the podcast and tomorrow I might not even wake up. If I was wanting to get into trading, yeah, crypto, forex, whatever it is, what's three, what's three things I should do? I'm starting from scratch, just like you did. Be realistic. Second thing, team three. Welcome to another episode of the CEO of you, where we interview goal-getters, entrepreneurs, and anyone that ultimately wants to improve their life. And today we have a special, special guest. Switzy. Yes, Switzy, <laughs> Switzy. aka Joe. Yeah, AKA Joe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm great, yeah, I'm yeah. great. I'm you look fresh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fresh still. <laughs> feeling good still. So, yeah, man, let's begin with where did you grow up? Because the accent kind of gives it away. Yeah, so I'm from everywhere. Like, I was born in Serbia, but I'm French, but I lived my whole life in Switzerland. And now between the last, uh, yeah, the last Five years I'm in the UK, but now I'm also moving to Dubai. Like I do like se seven months in Dubai and the rest here in the UK. Oh okay. yeah, so kind of like a season thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I like sun. I can't lie. Before I, I was fine with like having like this weather, but now mm. I need more like more energy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And just for the viewers at home, yeah. you are an interesting character in it. So I just want you to give them a preview of what's to come in this episode. Just tell them what you're about what you do and what you have done just briefly just briefly um money yeah. <laughs> a, a lot a lot a of lot. money now yeah so yeah i have like a couple of businesses i'm an investor i've been doing like several businesses that we're gonna go through mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah okay then so sweet when i spoke to you earlier and your manager they said it was trading is exactly what yeah. you do do you mind do you mind just asking this question what's the best trade you've ever had the best trade. So, you know, trade means everything because some people, I, I see some like they say, oh, I'm trading and I'm doing crypto. Like trading is just a transaction, you know? Like okay. if I buy this yeah. and I buy it for like five pounds and I sell it to, ten, to you for 10 pounds, we're trading something, right? Yeah. yeah. So just a transaction. So it depends on what are you trading. You can be trading shoes, you can be trading car, you can be trading like the Forex market, you can be trading like the stock market, you can be trading like the crypto. Like there is a lot of things that you can be trading, but... Mm. Me, my main thing now, I would say, is like trading crypto, but I also do like Forex, which is currency. So Euro versus dollar, USD against like Swiss franc, and that's it. Okay. Wh which one's better for you, Forex or crypto? Me, depends. Again, <laughs> if it's for me, now I'm in a stage of my life where I want to take a bit more risk. So I prefer doing crypto. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, I think it's better to be more conservative. So going with like the Forex market, and something more institutional is like better for people. And when you have built some wealth or some certain, I would say, yeah, some certain wealth or some certain capital, 
then you just need to diversify. You know, you can't stay with low risk because then you're gonna mm. stay broke. Or uh, you yeah. gonna you need to take like some medium risk, high risk, low risk, and diversify some mm. of that money. Not just in trading, you can like invest in like in real estate or other businesses like restaurant lounges. Like there is so many things you can diversify your money. So you're someone obviously who's very educated in trade and crypto and everything. But yeah. when I when your manager spoke to me earlier, he said this one thing which interested me about how you actually got started in trading. Okay. Would you mind telling us a bit about that? Yeah. So as I told you, I spent my whole life in Switzerland, in Geneva. And in Geneva, like if you think about Geneva, it's watches, private banks. And because of private banks, I was always thinking, oh, how do they make money? So people come, put their money, but what's the bank doing it? So banks are trading that money. They are investing like in some real estate project, they are buying some bonds, they are buying some yields, they are buying some stocks, they are investing their money. So I was, I always wanted to become a private banker when I was a young kid. Like mm -hmm. people would ask me, what are, what are you doing? And because of my friends around me, like the wealthy one, I would be, oh, their parents are private bankers. They make good money. They make 250K a year, 300K. That's big money, especially at that time for me. And then I realized that, okay, they make money, but if you are trading that money, you make more money. So <coughs> I always, then after that, I, was, I started thinking, oh, I want to become like a trader. Yeah. So when I was in high school, I was just looking online. Oh, how to, like everyone, you know, the first thing that you do is like how Me to too. become rich. <laughs> how to become rich to is the online. first sentence yeah. that every single entrepreneur has Google. There is no one, like, even you guys, I'm sure you, yeah, you yeah, put yeah, that yeah. sentence. I still check in chat GPT. Bro, <laughs> even chat GPT, you're going to ask it like everyone, that's the first thing. You go on uh, YouTube or Google, you Google that sentence and you try to understand mm -hmm. how to become rich. And then obviously there is a lot of free information, a lot of people who are selling your information. So at the beginning, because I had not that much money, I was going for the free education, yeah? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was like trying to work a bit. So during weekends, I would go to a, like a hospital, try to work. And wages in Switzerland are very good. So the minimum wage in Switzerland is around 4,000 Swiss francs, which is 3,200 pounds. So if you work at Tesco or any standard job, you make 3,200 pounds per month. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. 3,200 pounds a month? A month, yeah. For the most basic job with no skills in so, Switzerland. So yeah. hold on. What's the tax? What, wait, what's the what's, what's the tax on that though? Yeah, what's the tax? I'm just very I'm small, very small. You should, okay, when when we spoke to Alan, Alan's from Switzerland, yeah. and he was saying the tax is mad over there. No, nah. no. If you make two hundred fifty k, you might be paying like forty percent tax. I feel like forty percent. That's kind of low. But that's but it's low. That's that's just bro, like UK though. Bro, in the UK <laughs> you are above like fifty percent easily. Yeah, I've, and I've, it depends of which part of Switzerland, because Switzerland is divided in different entities, which okay. is called countries. So, so yeah, some you're gonna be paying like 35%, 32, some up to 40. But for example, the tax on the corporate tax is very small. It's like 14%, mm. ah. 14%, which is very low. Yeah, that's low. How much is in the UK? 20? Yes, yeah, therefore 20 minimum, yeah. I'm sure. 20? What, what was you gonna say? That's crazy. Has Switzerland got free healthcare? Because I'm like, yo, that's a lot of, a lot of to tax. work at Tesco. That's <coughs> if you're working at Tesco and you're earning thirty two hundred a month, yeah, and there's free healthcare. Why am I not living in Switzerland? You know, no, you pay, you pay something very small. You pay something very small. You need to have like an insurance. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that so makes that's sense. what you're paying for. Yeah, that makes You pay something yeah. small, like I think, like myself when I was paying in Switzerland for like the best thing. So you know, you have like. The surgeon, but you have also something called the teacher, the professor. 
Mm-hmm. And so the professor is like the best surgeon. So if I wanted to have, if any case, anything happened to me, um, I was paying around 300 pounds a month. That's not too bad. So. Mm. 3,000, bro, but anything can happen to me. So I break my leg. I have like a helicopter picking me up, bringing me back to Switzerland. Mm. And I have like the professor like give me surgery. No, it's, it's very good. Like the whole system in Switzerland, I love it. Like it's very safe as a country. Wages are very high. Um, What's the rent saying? It's expensive, but not more than you would pay in the UK. So the cost of living is all right? Over there. They're all right. Honestly, they're all right. Switzerland for me is probably one of the best country in the world. Damn. Like Switzerland, Singapore, and UAE are for me like, like the okay. best three countries in the world. Because you, you need to take everything in the equation. Like if you make money, you need to be in a safe area. Yeah? Yeah, true. It's useless to have like a lot of money and then you can't be wearing your watches. You can't have a nice car. Can't have nothing like you need to hide your money. It's, it's shit at the end of the day. Especially in London as well. Yeah, in London it's dangerous. Like I was telling you, like since they attacked me, tried to rob my Richard Millie and sold my car. Wait, come again? They repeat that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so well, I, I repeat the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, I had a meeting in North London, and I was driving one hour and a half, and I was on the A40. Uh, yeah, it's A40. So there is Edgware Road and the A40. I'm not that sure it's the name, but I think it's that is. Uh, <laughs> basically, my so it was the Eureka Evo, yeah. So there is two ways like this and mm-hmm. two ways on the other side, yeah. And my Lumbo is from Switzerland, so the driving seat is on the left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I had my watch, but me before that happened to me, I was living like. I, wa- I thought everyone is nice and nothing will ever happen to me. Man was in Barbie land. Yeah, I swear, bro. I was in Barbie land, bro. I thought like, nah, come on, bro. Who's going to come and attack me? Like, you know, like, it's ridiculous. Like, what would they do that? I, bro, I was so inconscient about that, bro. I swear. So I was just chilling in my car and I just see, you know what? There is a dog coming next to you. You see with your eyes coming, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I was in my car like this, and I see on the retrovisor, like, we say ret- retrovisor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see, like, two guys on the motorbike coming like this, with, like, the full mask. Like, oh, fuck. So what do I do? I take my Richard Millie, put it in my underwear. Like, oh, okay, we have no choice. So what happened is, like, I'm like, fuck. They come, stop next to me, about to smash my window with a hammer. But I got scared, because I'm now thinking, shit, I removed my watch. But maybe they're going to think I hide my watch. Maybe they're going to stab me. So what's going to happen? Mm. So I said, okay, anyway, I just started speeding. But in front of me, there is five times, two cars, two cars, two cars, two cars. London traffic. So, yeah, yeah, bro. So the first two cars are like this, yeah? I'm in my Lambo and I come and boom, hit them, bro. I sm- You know GTA? <laughs> GTA. You know when you play GTA? Bro, yeah, 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 it yeah, was yeah. live GTA. I swear on my mother, like, it was crazy. Boom, I hit them. Both car, bah, bro, destroyed. But then the two cars in the front were too close. So I had no no way to get in and to remove them. Or bro, if I would have space, I would have like, or even those guys, I swear, if I could have smashed them on the wall, I would have like, you know what can happen. So I had to stop. They came, hammer my window. They said, where's your watch? Where's your watch? And I, said, I have no watch. I have no watch. Like, and I had it on the phone. I was with my friend, yeah? Uh-huh. On the phone at the same time. But, you know, like I was in the traffic. My phone is down on the passenger seat. I'm just... Mm-hmm waiting but when this thing happened to you you forget with the adrenaline that you're on the phone yeah? yeah so they're like give me your phone give me your phone so i just give the phone yeah they take the phone but i forgot i was my friend so my friend got scared and, la- and now they're saying leave the car leave the car leave the car so because i left the car my friend thought like they kidnapped me <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm like out of the car 
So the guy is like has the hammer and like he put one hand in, in his pocket like there is like a knife. Just thinking, what should I do? Like, should I maybe try just to punch him or because he was like, you saw I'm tall, right? I'm very yeah, tall. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, okay, if, and before I used to do MMA, so I know how to fight, but I'm thinking, imagine I try, he stabbed me, I can lose my life for like 250k watch. It doesn't really work, you know what I oh, mean? So like, it's like the value of the watch. Yeah. Well, how much was the value of the car? 250k too. Okay. Yeah. Less so less. I'm just thinking. Half a million was just there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, yo, what should I do? And I'm like, ah, you know what? They're like, give us the key, give us the key. So I just showed them the key. They took the key, got into the car. I just jumped into another car. Someone dropped me at the police station, filled out the report. And those guys who sold my car dropped the car one mile further because. What do you want to do? The car is from Switzerland. There is a tracker inside. Like, what do you want to uh, do? You can't do nothing. And they thought like, maybe I had to wa hide the watch. Like when I saw them there, but I wasn't dumb enough like to let the watch inside. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Did they ever get caught? Uh, no, no DNA, no, and no NDA, nothing. No, that's nothing. mad. Yeah, that's so people just do this and just get away with it. In London, where there's so much civilians, bro, 8 p.m. Cameras, well. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. It's not like midnight or 1 a.m. 8 p.m. bro, full traffic. Um, I'm guessing it was still light outside. Yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on the time. What time of the year was it? It was around December, mid-December. So it was, okay. it was kind of dark, dark, but yeah. not that because you know in the in the in the A40 there is lights everywhere. Yeah, I could so imagine. Yeah. Nobody moved. Nobody tried to what do anything. Wearing? Did they have like did, did they have like a delivery jacket on or no no no, <laughs> no 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 not like a Bugatti one not like a Bugatti one not like a Bugatti one have you ever experienced <laughs> anything else in London like no never never so no because one time. most of the time like ninety percent of the time I roll with security like okay yeah because my friends have security or I have security like I don't want to look arrogant or whatever but if you're gonna spend like three thousand or four thousand in a night paying an extra three hundred pounds to have two security the whole night. Is that much it, it is? Oh, is that much it is? Yeah, it's like one fifty four. Like because we use them often, so we have good rates, you know. Okay. Yeah. But like, that's not bad. It's you know? not that expensive to earn another three hundred pounds, four hundred pounds to have like two security spending the whole night with you, and you know what I mean, and being chill, you know. And obviously, you build rapport with them as well. So yeah, eventually exactly. They become like friends. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they're my friends, and also like, you know, like they build their network also by being with me and my friends, like. They get to know other people. It opens their door to become security for other people. They take their card. So they just refer. And so for them, it's also a good thing. It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Ever since you had security, has anything happened? Since that? Yeah. yeah no, yeah. never. Do you reckon it's because they're there? Has, has no one decided to like take on security? You know what I'm saying? I want to dare take on security. <laughs> I don't know, man. If, 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 if men are taking 500K worth of like items with you, Two security guards. Mm. But bro, most people who come and aggress you on the street they are young. Those guys were super young with yeah, their voice and everything. Yeah, bro, they, they were, I swear to God. You know, like... How young How young do you think uh, they are? 16, probably 16. Bro, 16. You know, because the motor pet they had is like the very small one. Like oh, they can't go on the highway with like that. A, like, like a little scrambler. Them, exactly, them. bro. <laughs> it's not like, like a T-Max or whatever. Yes. They're like big boys. So they, so they can't even cut chase or anything. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. see what I'm saying? Like big gangsters, gangsters, don't do that. They have yeah. like, they're little guys doing that. You get me? That means they didn't even have a plan. Bro, when I left, when I got out from the car, that's what I'm telling you because I was thinking, should I just punch them? Because the guy who like hammered the window was what do we do now? 
He said that in front of me. What do we do? He was saying to his friend, like, imagine you guys are robbing me. And like, you are out and you're still in the motorbike. Like, oh, what do we do now? Like, you get me? Like, they didn't really know what's going on. They're like, uh, then take the key. They probably wouldn't even know how to drive it because it's on the right hand side. Bro, too, so <laughs> man <laughs> said, another <laughs> one, yeah. take the key. And then they're like, give me the key. You hear me? Like, bro, <laughs> you're like a, a one man show at some point. So, that is some funny robbery. I'm not really robbery, scared yeah. of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, also, like, most of them, I mean, Mayfair in those areas, so nothing can really happen to you. Let's say, the other day I was talking with someone who, like, is not into finance. He, what happened? He had an apartment and he uh, sold the apartment for, like, 350K. After mm. tax, he had, like, 290 or 300. I don't remember exactly. And he told me, if I invest 200K with my bank, you know what they're offering me? For three months, um, he can cash out 1.5K. So basically, he's blocking two hundred thousand pounds with the bank, and after three months, they're giving him back his two hundred thousand pounds and plus one thousand five hundred pounds. So imagine that makes no sense, but yeah, this is the reality. Like, this is how banks work. This is how banks work. Like, if you let your money at the bank, <laughs> yeah. that's the return you're gonna have. It's gonna be very small. And I was telling him, like in Dubai, for example, you know those old Dodge car. Convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like a full Dodge or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's around like $25,000. What car just to buy? Yeah, it. to buy it, yeah. Yeah. Wow, now, that's kind of cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. cheap. Yeah, 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 it's cheap. So you buy the car for $25,000. Now, the same car, let's say low months, you rent it 12 days a month, okay? 12 days a month, and the car goes for $150 a day. So you make $1,800, you give 30% to the agency, so you still have this, so you make $1,200. $60 in a month. And that's just, month. That's just chilling, bro. You ain't got to do much more <coughs> from Maybe. buy the car. If that's what I'm saying, if you buy a car collection as well, you probably more as uh, well. Yeah, but the thing is, for example, um, so I wanted to buy like an Aventador SV in Dubai, but my friend told me no. And I was like, why? Because in Dubai, everything is far. You don't realize, but everything is like 30 miles. Then, if you want to go to a beach club, it's 30 miles to go. But six, so 60 miles, miles is quite far, actually. Yeah, yeah that but is everything in way, Dubai bro. is far, bro. You don't understand. Everything is far. So, you're going to add so much. No, bro. Mileage is going to go up. So, for exclusive car such as Aventador, SV, SVJ, if you want to rent them, it doesn't make that much sense in Dubai. It's better to go with like... Because obviously it loses value. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. those cars are very exclusive. So, you want to have like a low mileage. So it doesn't make mm. any sense buying like a, a very super... Like and Euros is the SUV, so they get drove around. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I think the Euros are cold, bro. Yeah, they are cold. When, when did they start making the Euroses? Only a few years ago? Yeah, three, four three years. Three years ago. They're still fairly new. Yeah. Okay, uh, now they have the new one, the Perf. We have the new one as well. Euros Perf Monte, yeah. Nah. I think so. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I think it's the Euros Perf Monte. Your car guy? No, uh, no, just a classic one. Oh, so, so, so yeah. that Lamborghini you had... The, the one that you just showed us. Oh, so I had like the Lamborghini uh, Huracan Evo. Okay. Uh, what yeah. made you want to get that in the streets of London? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What, what made you get that in the streets of London? No, so basically, so I have I have had four supercar. So the first one I had was when I was 21. It was the McLaren 570 GT. Mm. <laughs> then yeah. after I had the Aventador. No, sorry. I had the Huracan Evo. Then yeah. I got the Aventador SV. And then I got the Urus. But... The McLaren, I sold it 
then the hurricane I got attacked around my car yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after because of this I just sold my uh, SV because I was like there is no way I'm going to be driving this car on a daily basis in London and two years is in Dubai but now I'm I'm thinking like to buy more and more car in Dubai and just rent them because you it's already crazy. know it's e that's yeah. a long term investment that yeah exactly so how does it work if someone was to rent rent the car out in Dubai and they crash it so it depends like most so most agency they're going to like take your money, you know, and like, they're gonna be, no, actually it depends. Some of them are gonna take like a big deposit, they're gonna ask you like, for example, 10,000 euros, and that's it. But other agencies, for example, the one that we created with my friend, there is no deposit. So if you crash the car, but also our agency is a bit more exclusive, so we only rent to like high-end clients. Okay. So you can't just Google us and find us, it's through the network. Okay, so you're gonna yeah, have mostly yeah. like footballers, singers, and it's kind of serious people, you know, they don't want to like yeah. us going, oh, yo, uh, he broke the euros. No, no. And also we do like the real price. So we just tell them, listen, we might lose one month. So we're going to put the whole month of not running the car under the insurance. Mm. It's just going to cost you the real cost of 5K and that's it. Like, because we don't want to like steal the money of our clients. Well, we're going to try to take two, two, three, four K of you. But then if you know that, you're going to lose the trust in us. And what I'm going to lose the connection for like £4,000. It doesn't really worth it, you know? Cause yeah. If you do yeah. business with those people in the long term, it doesn't really worth so it. So what's some of the best business people you've done with? Because I've seen you with Diggity at the Formula One, and everybody else. What's, what's, been some of the be what's been some of that work you've been doing? What do you mean? Like, how are you meeting these people? So, bro, like, it's a very, very, very small crowd, you know, like, Everyone knows everyone. So how it all started is like, our, I came to the UK with my McLaren. I went to a garage called Dutch Tech. Mm. And I didn't, I was not a petrol head, okay? I didn't have like any serious knowledge about cars. For me, McLaren was nice because you had like the butterfly doors, look sick. And there is a guy coming with a loud car. He's on an E63S, yeah. Okay, anyway. The guy come with a YouTube camera and like, like this on my face and like, who is that? And me, I'm like, kind of like, Laughing with yeah. him, like he's like, oh, I said, bro, I'm gonna, sm I'm, I'm, no, that's the funny thing because I said, yo, my car is faster than yours, and he started laughing, and I got pissed. I was like, what do you mean? Like my car is more expensive than your car. My car, look, it's a supercar. Yours is an E63s, you know, like yeah. for me, it wasn't something crazy. I didn't know who DMO was at that time. Said, yeah, yeah. What do you wanna just say? Okay, let's bet some money. He said, okay. And me, I like betting. I like not like betting on like stupid things, you know, uh -huh. but like here. In my head, it was like clear like water that I'm going to smoke that guy. And because I'm saying smoke, it's very funny because at that time, I wasn't like very family. I wasn't not living in the UK yet. Yeah. And he like tagged me on his story. And everyone was, oh, DMO's going to smoke you, smoke you, smoke you, smoke you. But now I understand what smoke you, but like, because I'm, I'm Swiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> smoke is I'm going to like shoot you, you know? Oh, so I, I got oh, like 200. smoke than just a race smoke. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I need yeah, 200 smoke. messages. Like, the slang's smoke. different, isn't yeah. it? The yeah, slang's yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, so different. Oh, so, where, so in what country was that in? In, in uh, London. Oh, because we say smokers in, I'm going to smoke you. They're not obviously. On the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the race. But for me, in Switzerland, I'm going to smoke you. It means I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, oh, yeah, you get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So I have 200 messages and I just like screenshot. You panic. And I sent a screenshot to Timo like something went wrong between us, brother. Like why is everyone telling me I'm gonna smoke you? And he like ring me straight away. What do you mean? Like I said, bro, why are they gonna shoot? You gonna shoot me? And he started laughing, 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 laughing. And um, yeah, that's it basically. Yeah. Then 
he explained to me what does it mean. But yeah, to get back to your question, so how about yeah, yeah, yeah. DMO, yeah? So Wait, DMO, he's DMO? DMO, it's a car guy. Oh, the car he's guy, in, from yeah. YouTube and he knows everyone in the UK, yeah? So we had a race. So I said, okay, he said, okay, let's race. And we like bet 10,000 pounds in crypto. And uh, <laughs> we did a race and he fucking smoked me. <laughs> he smoked you? <laughs> Bro, he smoked me. Yo, what, car, what car was he driving? Wait, is he, I need to show you the video. A, a man said he smoked me. That means he got left behind. Bro, Bro. you gonna understand. <laughs> you got left. Like, it looked like I have a, like a Prius, I swear. Um, <laughs> and what, you bet 10K on that? Yeah, 10K. DMO DJ That's racing. Tough, That's tough. Yeah, you see? That's the video. There is like 250,000 views. Wait, yeah. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got smoked on YouTube, <laughs> bro. Four <laughs> K, bro. Slow down. I'm gonna show you. So but you just met him randomly. Randomly at Dutch Tech because I wanted like to do like a stage two because yeah. in my building like a lot of people are also in the car scene. Like not really in the car scene, but like they are like big car collectors. But they were telling me, oh, you need to do stage two because your car is gonna be so fast. That's why I went to Dutch Tech, and uh, I met him there. And since then, our friend like. We just clocked and like, because he liked the fact that on the video you can see like literally I lost and said, okay, give me your wallet. He goes, are you seriously gonna pay me? I said, yes. Like, I hope you would have paid me if I would have win, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me show you. Uh... Oh. I was out here in the lot. I know. <laughs> you must have got some. Don't tell me that's you in the rear view. Oh, that your car there? Yeah, that was my McLaren, yeah? No. Oh. Bro. <laughs> Looks like I have a Prius. A Toyota, I swear. Was, was he even, was he foot down, bro? Bro, not even. Wait, now he's going to slow down. You're going to see. But I didn't know that the car had 1,000 brake horsepower. Ah. Uh, Mine has 5.70. Oh, so you had double. Yeah, facts. You weren't catching. You were. Oh, so he changed the engine and everything in the car. No, nah, no, nah, I think I'm going to smoke him. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I know you were gassed. Bro, was and at this point, you said, Boom. what? Gone. No, you got Gone. smoked. You got smoked. You yeah. got smoked. You Where was you racing? Sorry? Where was you racing? Somewhere near Central. <laughs> <laughs> In London. <coughs> yeah. That's wild. You know, no. I didn't know. I had no clue about cars. And for me, car were just like, you know how I was telling you about Aventador, like how uh -huh. it can take value, how it can make money. Uh -huh. So basically, because of that thing, he respected the fact that I sent him the money straight away. So he was what do you do for a living? So I explained to him like my businesses, like I mainly made my money from investing my money. So he was, okay, like teach me like, and I was like, I can't really teach you, but like, if you have some serious money, I can like help you to invest it properly. So I just started oh, managing yeah. his finances, show him how to do that. And he was teaching me about cars, but we like started hanging out together. So one day he was, it was his birthday. So I did a surprise. I took him a private jet. We went Paris, clubbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he also invited young Philly to come. So, and then oh, because yeah. young Philly was there in Paris, we were clubbing. He called Digadi. Digadi came. Uh, I became friend with Philly. Then I became friend with Digadi again. No so way. Again, yeah, it just like a very small circle. You know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. when there is like a, a boxing thing with misfits, every, like they're gonna, some of my boys gonna ring me. Oh, we're going. So I go and then you go and, just, you know, if you see someone like three, four, five, six times, mm -hmm. after you exchange, follow each other, talk, and it just go by itself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, because I was... <laughs> that made me realize, I was like, bro, 
man can't even get in them friendship groups without being in a certain tax bracket. Because, yeah. <laughs> yo, massive private jet, take me to the club. Cool, that's yo. my birthday. So you, you, ha- for you that have shit. a private jet as well? No, 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 but like, oh, you're you renting it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I fly like, because you, that's the thing, like, people don't understand, but like, when you fly private, the amount of time that you're saving is crazy. So, let's say you're at the airport, you need to hire what? One hour and a half, two hours. Let's say most mm. people come two hours before their flight. The flight's going to be delayed of what, like 30, 45 minutes, let's mm-hmm. say an hour, three hours. Then you're going to fly for an hour. Okay, that's four hours. Then after to get out from the airport, it's going to take you one hour with your luggage. We're already at five hours. Then you're going to be in, like, bro, like it's so slow. And when you take your private jet, literally, like last time I was with Stevo in DMO and I had like a business meeting with DMO in Paris. We had mm-hmm. the lunch. So we left... It's be- I always struggle with the name Beijing. Be- no, Beijing. 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 Belgium. No, they're a private airport. Oh, uh, I don't know. Beijing. Be- I don't know. I don't know what's your name exactly. I don't so know any private airports. I go there. Uh-huh. It took us. So we arrive 10 minutes before the flight. Yeah. We're at the lounge, have some water. The pilot comes, take you. You get into private jets. You fly for 45 minutes. You're at Paris Charles de Gaulle. From there, you have like a Vienna wait, a V class waiting for you. You go straight to your meeting, have your lunch, finish your lunch, come back to Paris Charles de Gaulle with the V class. You get into jet 35 minutes, Paris, London, come back. That's like, quick, bro, you know, man. Like, literally, day trip to in London? The five hours to just land in Paris, you had time to go there, have your business meeting, and flew back. So hold, so hold on, hold on, hold on. How broke are we, man? <laughs> no, so hold on. So this pri- so this whole private jet, where yeah. do you actually go to get on it? Is it like all private airports? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I mean, you can have also private jet in like at London Heathrow, yeah? Heathrow but they somewhere. also have their private airport, you know? For example, in Paris, it's like called Le Bourget. Is the one in Birmingham? No. This Damn, one. Birmingham. No, one in London. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think London. there'd be one in Birmingham because even Sully Hill is just... On the outskirts. There's probably one. I feel like there has to be kind. There has to be though. No, Come on, bro. For sure. It's Birmingham, bro. Nah. No, for sure. We're not like Norwich or something, man. Nah. Yeah, I mean, we're not like Plymouth or something. Nah, I don't think there is. But private jets also go to the like the mainstream airport. So if you have, yeah, like, I know that. They yeah, also yeah. come. Pick you at one time as so. well. And that luggage safe in it because you carry it with you. Yeah, bro. Everything yeah, with yeah. you. Like they do like throw it like this and then do some shit. That's one thing I'm scared about, you know, because carrying my laptops and all my cameras and man, I just dashing your flipping suitcase. Yeah, down. you would put that in your your luggage. I'll put that. <laughs> <laughs> my hand luggage. That's crazy. Back to the story. Really. Yeah, facts. Back back to the story. How you got into trading? So yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. So yeah, because everyone was from Geneva. I was thinking I want to become like like a like a be- private banker. Private. Then I wanted to become a trader. So when I start like making some small money for when I was working at the hospital, I was just like buying courses. I'd be using free stuff, then buying courses, lost money on course, lost money on signals, lost money on Ponzi scheme, lost money born. Like everything you could find. How much money are we talking, you ask? Bro, I would say easily anything between six to eight grand. Damn. Oh, and obviously you was young, bro. Yeah, just young bestie. at the start as well, bro. Damn. It's a big L. It's a big L. And then you know what pisses me off is like you go on social media, you see those gurus telling you, "Oh, I have a course." You are young, naive. You just want to buy the course. You mm. think, "Oh, 
sick. He has like an I8 or he has a Lamborghini or he has this or that. Oh, that's very sick, you know? But then when you get, it, it's fine to flex, right? But provide some real value behind that. Mm. And so when you mm. buy the course, they're just telling you, oh, draw resistance and support, that's it. And then <laughs> like, based on what, you know? Like, because when you're newbie, you don't know what's like, key levels, you don't, you don't know anything about supply, you don't know, you are lost, you are confused. So I lost so much money. And one day I met one guy called Omar Mohammed Khalifa. Funny thing, um, I saw an Instagram, you know on the discovery, because my discovery was just like chart, chart, charts, and guys with cars. Yeah. I just click and I see on his bio, he had like um, WeChat, no, not WeChat, uh, Slack. He has a Slack oh. chat, you know the app Slack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I click and like, he had like an open group where he was like helping people. And that was at the end of the year in the, uh, when I was in high school. It was like my last hope because basically I was just sick and tired of, and bro, it's so funny. Like the last chance I was giving it and he was, he was charging. So he was offering everything for free. So his course, his investment, like okay. everything I do now, he was offering for free, but obviously, if you wanted like, oh, I want to spend time with you, you had to pay the right amount. So he wanted like 3,500 pounds, okay? But at that time, <coughs> I, was, I was just 18, so it was so much money for me. So I, I didn't have that much money. So what I did is I was like, listen, I went to my close friend, I was like, listen guys, I, ha I think I had around like two grand saved with all the money I saved, uh, lost and saved at the same time with our project. So I just went to my close friend and said, guys, please just give me some money back. Um, give me some money, I will give you back to my friends if you don't really need. So I managed to get the money, uh, like 1,000, and then I just asked my parents 500. And I said, I will give you back in case it works. <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan to give them back because it was my last hope, yeah? And um, so I went, uh, met him in London, had like three days, morning sessions, seminars. We talked. Funny thing, I fly back, I come back, money oh, sent so back to, to my people. Flight. Yeah, but he sent me back the money. Oh, my mentor okay. sent me back to 3.5k. No, why? Did you ask him why? No, because like he was like, I see motivations, like you are young. And in the group chat, everyone was very old at that time. People who were, were getting into the trading space. Because mm. that was like what? Almost eight years ago. So people who were like online watching trading, it was only old people. Now it's become more popular. You can see like young people talking about it. But before I was one of the youngest guy, like who was search. I mean, from his experience. Yeah. So I was... Wow, that's a big gesture. So now I had like 3,500 pounds ready to invest. So I invested, Sick. lost money again, burned the accounts. Be Did you put all the 3,500? Yeah, 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 bro, because I had to knowledge. Yeah, all in or all out. <laughs> well, it's what I was saying. I said, yo, now I have to knowledge and I have the money. I mean, at, at that time, 3,500 pounds was a lot of money for me. And I was, oh, I'm gonna become the real shit now. I invested, lost all. Lost literally all, bro. And at some point, I'm just pissed. And I, and I just start ringing, yeah, you're a piece of shit of mentor. You don't know how to teach. And he goes, yo, calm down, try again, but like use all the principle because by human nature, we're all greedy, okay? We mm -hmm. all impatient. And this is why like most people fail when they wanna trade because you're gonna do two, two, three, four, five trades, which are good, yeah? Then you think you're the best trader in the world. You're gonna start like oversizing, using big leverage, you know? You're not gonna stick to your plan and just risk. 2% per trade, you're gonna start risking 25% per trade, you know, or 10% or 8%. And then the whole plan, your whole strategy doesn't match, you know. If you have like a losing trade about trading, you're gonna lose money and your money gonna get fucked. And it's just gonna be a toxic circle when you lost money, you wanna make it back, 
you invest more, you lose. And like, yeah. that's why like sometimes you just need to learn how to accept losses. Mm. Learn to accept your losses and move on. If you know your strategy work, be patient. And this is how you're going to build wealth. It's over time. Like nobody became rich like overnight. overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe you know someone, but honestly, with all the overnight, rare. no way. It's rare. It's no rare. way. Bro, it, it takes time. When you see like someone successful, like even me, when people see me now with all the supercars, private jet, they think, oh, he made that in a year. No. Bro, the journey started eight years ago. And after eight years, now you see that. But yeah. people just, you know, like I told you, you don't zoom out. People zoom in, look at what you are right now. Even you, imagine like in like five years, how big your podcast might be. Mm -hmm. People will say, oh, look at them right now. Yeah. Mm. But they're not going to see like, when you were like talking about these brainstorming between you struggling to have someone or you, you get me? Yeah. yeah they will yeah, just, yeah. oh, oh yeah, now, yeah, now they make so much money. They have a big podcast channel. They sponsored by Red Bull, Coca-Cola, but they don't see the struggle before. Yeah. Go back and watch the first yeah. episode, man. <laughs> what are you saying? It's like what's saying with shits and gigs because I remember doing a podcast for two years before they ever <coughs> had a dime. Yeah, that's it mad, really is like that. Now, so what, what happened once, obviously you lost it all, you called yeah. him up and said, you're a piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. Where did you get the money from to start again? Bro, back to the same thing. Like people think there is a magic scheme to get money. No, I go back to the hospital during weekends, try to make some money. Obviously, mm. yeah. uh, like a normal job. Like a normal yeah. job. Like people, oh, how did you start? Like everyone, there is no magic story. There like, isn't this, no, just yeah. go and care. Bro, go, spend the month, two months, four, what's four months or six months in your life working in a nine five job? That's mm. literally nothing, yeah? So you go, work for that period, save the money, don't be stupid, don't go out clubbing, don't go out for nice dinners, just focus on yourself, you know? Like, just have a long-term vision because unfortunately now, even that's, again, the human nature, but people like to enjoy the moment, okay? And they just zoom in and think, oh, now I wanna go out. Now I wanna gonna bring that girl out for a shisha, okay? But you're gonna bring <laughs> out that girl for a shisha, it's a hundred pounds. You're gonna pay her Uber, it's gonna be 50 pounds. It's, all those costs adds up at the end of the day. Plus the time you wasted, bro. For like a girl you probably will never see or to get hangover, so you lost money. Going out the day after you hangover, you can't worry, you can't focus on yourself. So just take six months of your life where you struggle, okay? You have your nine to five job, you save as much money, you count every pennies. Don't go for a nice restaurant, just like yeah. cook some pasta. It's gonna cost you three pounds to make some pasta instead of going to a nice restaurant spending like 40, 50 pounds. And you save that money, and then I reinvested that money, and then I just stick to the plan, start risking like one to two percent per trade, sometimes three percent, depending on the risk management I was using, and that's it. There is no like magic secret that's gonna go, oh, do that, you're gonna start making so much money. No, mm. save money, stick to your plan by having before to good, like, um. It's a good strategy, and then it's gonna go by itself. Mm. So when did it start working? I would say I started being like profitable after almost two years. Oh, so you stuck at it for two years? Yeah, just straight I'm losing, exactly. failing, yeah, and this working is the that night. Like we were talking about Daniel Moses vibe, bro. Facts, facts. Like, if, if, like the podcast I was telling you, how many people don't go until how many podcasts? 22? 22, yeah. I don't, I don't even think it's that much, you know. I was think it, it's less, sure. Was it like 18, 19? I'm sure, I'm it's, sure it's even less. Bro. Okay, let's say even like 15. Let's say, yeah, let's, yeah, let's say, say 15. 15, yeah? How many people go until 15 podcasts? Everyone says, oh, I want to do a podcast. But how many people really go until the level? Everyone drop, quit, don't believe in themselves. Like, if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to keep going. But if you know your value, if you know that you can smash it, you know, like, 
you believe in yourself, you, you're just gonna make it. You just have to be patient, understand that there is a whole process. Nobody becomes successful overnight. Just work, 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 and at some point it's gonna pay off, you know? Facts. So with all that money you owed, did people ever say, yo, where's my bread? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, never, ever, ever. No, 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 no. Are you crazy? No, that didn't happen to me, but what happened to me is I lost some friends, you know? <coughs> Sorry? Carry on, carry on. I just yeah. said, Ooh. oh. No, I just lost some friends, you know, like some people who like, you know, like, I don't mind going, paying for everything, club, restaurant, because you're my brother. Like, we grew up together. You've been here for me for some moments. But when it becomes like, oh, sweetie, you pay. You know, like, it's not like, oh, yeah. You get me? Now we, you're up, you're going to be paid. Yeah. We, we spoke about this the other day. On our last podcast. Yeah, man. Well, I don't like that. Like, we, you know, I saw a video and it was like, so there is one guy who made it, okay? And one guy who didn't make it. They're friends since like 20 years. Now the guy who has no money comes to the guy who has money. He said, oh, bro, can you give me a thousand pounds? I need money for a project, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the rich guy said no and then the broke guy said oh you change and then the rich guy said no you change because no before you didn't used to ask me for money now you're asking me so you change because I, I never ask you anything else uh, do you get me yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, are yeah. changing because now you see me differently so you are now changing your behavior towards me and behaving differently but me I'm still the same with you you know yeah yeah. So how how did you deal with that? Like just losing friends? Was you like was you hurt or was you just thinking? Ah, like yeah. I think if you look at the most successful people, they don't have that much friends. Mm. Like do you see mm. do you see Elon Musk or Bill Gates or all those people? Like I mean Bill Gates. I said man for Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you see that's that London side got mangoes. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Yeah, if you see like Elon Musk, G Jeff Bezos, and all those people, like they don't have that many friends, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can't true. Believe what I said, Oi. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So no, I think it's just part of the process, you know. Like mm. I think you just have to be realistic and just realize that money for me is just a leverage. If you're a nice person, you're gonna become a nicer person. If you're a dick, you're just gonna make you even worse. Yeah. So. And people around you, you will just see, bro. You just don't, you shouldn't be in denial and be, oh, no, no, I know, I don't know what's going on. You know that you're successful. You know you have like a lot of money. Look how people are behaving. Look like, you know, stupid stuff, but like if you go for a Starbucks, look if your friends are trying to pay for the Starbucks or if you go clubbing and even if it's like a 4,000, 5,000, even 10,000 pounds stable. I'm not asking my friends to split, but like just the gesture of saying, oh, here's 50 pounds, here's 100 pounds. I respect that because I know what that money worth for you, you know? Yeah. So you just see and who's behaving still respectfully with you, you know? Yeah. To be fair, I said it on the last part. I was like, it's a violation. If you're successful, you're making all this money, then your friends that are not in the same tax bracket respectfully are out, are out here suggesting things that are out of their tax bracket because they know that you'll cover it. That's, yeah. that's just a violation, isn't it? That's yeah. what I think. So has it ever been like that now? So obviously, as you said, your friends will probably zoom in because obviously they see the lifestyle, they see the success. Do they ever text you now like, oh, can I jump on now? Can you show me how to do that? Because obviously a lot of people do do that. It's like when they see them at the top, that's when they're saying, do you know what? How did you get there? Obviously people from high school, from a bachelor, from a master, a lot of people come back to me for like different reasons. Oh, you know that guy? Can you introduce me? He's a 
CEO of that company, please introduce me, I want to have a job. Oh, you know that singer, can you introduce me, I have a song. Uh, oh, you know how to trade, can you teach me how to trade? But those people are not my real friends, you know what I mean? So mm. obviously, I will always have messages since like, I start becoming successful, people are coming back to me and asking me things. But my real friends, they never asked me like, I made it clear with them that yo, when I'm with my friends, I'm with my friends to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you need to be able like to just segmentate, like to divide your life in different parties. Like, okay, this is work. This is my friendship. This is my relationship. This is my family. And just know what's going on and don't mix everything because then you're gonna get lost. So my friends, they know that when they see me, we don't talk about work. We don't talk about making money. We don't talk about that, okay? But if you wanna, you're my close friend and you have like a business, you want me maybe to help you, everything, you just call me before, yo, Sweezy, please, I have a project. Can you tell me what do you think about that? Do you think it's good? Like, what's your advice? And they know myself, like, like I'm kind of genuine with them. So if it's a good project, I will help them. Like I had friends, like they opened like some shoes shop. We break even, didn't make any money. I didn't care because it's more like showing them that, yo, your brother who you supported is still here for you. Mm. And even if you fail, it's fine because I'm never gonna put like, let's say the, the shoe shop was very cheap. It was around like 20,000 euros at the time. So they needed 20,000 euros to open, like just to have like to stock because it was in their house and they wanted to buy a lot of shoes because they had some plug with Yeezy to get a lot of Yeezy. But it was towards the end of the trend of Yeezy. Yeah. So we just break even the thing, yeah? Mm. And like, if I can help them, I will help them. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, you lose so many friends and you need to know who are the real one and just stick to them. All right, so let's let's get let's get into <coughs> it. We talk about your success in trading, but how much have you actually made in trading or all the businesses? Trading, just trading for now. Trading, just a tiny bit above twenty million pound. Twenty million. Twenty yeah. million. And how old are you? Twenty five. 25 sitting on 25. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good, that was good, that was good. So if you include all the businesses now. Yeah, that's 25 because all the other businesses are like good for cash flow. So basically how my strategy is, I mean, everyone has different strategies with me. I make a lot from trading, so um, Forex, but I also have like long-term investment from crypto. Mm. I also do some, how can I say that in a good way to not take it bad by the people, but like, some crypto project I have early access. Okay. You know? Okay. So I can get access before. And um, that's my main three way to make big cash flows. Oh, With those okay. cash flows, then I reinvest in other businesses, you know? Okay. So yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. let's say I make one month, 1.5 million trading Forex yeah, in cryptos. I'm going to maybe cash out 750K. 800k then i'm gonna go and start buying some properties, properties. you know yeah. yeah because i still have my my trading account is still up by 750k even when i remove 750k you know so i'm gonna go start buying some properties that's gonna be safe i might buy some stocks i'm gonna ca keep some cash and i just keep like diversifying maybe buying watch buying gold you know um i also have some venture that i did that failed so I had like a shisha bar that opened in Victoria, uh, a shisha bar that was running for three years. I got 30% of the equity. And like after six weeks, I got fucked because 
I didn't really read the contract properly, but the lease was ending. Okay, the lease yeah. was ending. Yeah, 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 the lease was ending, so it wasn't sure that we get the lease renewed. But now the um, the council state council state I don't know no Ta- not council state. state no not the council state um, the government yeah mm-hmm. yeah they wanted to uh, refurb the building they wanted like to make half of the building uh, a private hotel or something like this yeah so, so they pay you out because they paid out the guy yeah, and yeah, they fucked me up you know yeah, yeah okay so you know like that's a bit more risky like I just throw some money in different. Yeah, just to try some other ventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it's also exciting because, you know, at some point you're in your comfort zone. You make money, you know that this is working, this mm. is working, like to uh, rental agency, why did I start it? Just because it was something new. Mm. Like, because when you get to some levels, it just, you know, the same thing. And you need some, you need to be driven by something. You need to have like some stimulation, something new, something that you learn, like something exciting for you. This is why I started this. And I have like the tech company that sadly I can't talk about it. Yeah. But like yeah. <coughs> all these things add up and makes me happy because the best thing about being rich is not being rich. It's about the whole journey. You know, when you look behind you and you just look at everything you achieve, all those tiny movements that help you to make that, then you're rich. Okay, you're rich. But what's what's new now? Yeah. Mm. So that's a massive number you just said, which I'm still trying to comprehend. 25, 25, yeah, 25 million. So what do you actually do with the money besides the investments? Like now you've got money. What's I enjoy it. What, what, I enjoy it. for you in life? So um, it's kind of sad, but the last three years, I lost three close people for me. Oh, sorry. And um, you just realize when you lose those, they were healthy. So one of the guy was like, he should be 27 this year. So he passed away. Two years ago, no, yeah, two years ago. So, yeah, he was 25. Like, you just realize that a heart attack can happen out of nowhere. Like, literally, like, you can die. Like, we can have the podcast, and tomorrow I might not even wake up. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what can happen in life. And so before, I was too much focusing on making money, 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 money. Like, stupid things. Like, I would travel business class. I would be, oh, first class is cool, but I don't want to spend money on that. Then I realized, like, yo, listen, if I die tomorrow, why would I like, not travel first class? Or why would I not take more private jets? Why would I, like, I don't know, if I want to go crazy in the club, I'll go crazy in the club. <laughs> like, so now my vision about life changed, but because of this, but also because behind me, I also have, like, this comfort zone where I know that everything is working perfectly. I still, every month, I'm up, up, up. My wealth is growing. But I'm not, as before, you know, like, running after money, trying, like, there is many businesses that I don't want to do because they're going to, even if they're making good money, you know, some businesses are going to make a lot of money, but, like, too much stress, too much headache. People who are there, I don't really appreciate them, so I don't really want to do the business. So now my life optic is make money, which is 25% of my concern, but 75 like, enjoy, spend quality time with your friends, with your family, with the people, and do things that you like, you know? Because some people want their business. They're like, oh, I just want to do business, business, business. Business is good, but like, go do some sports. Because mm-hmm. I saw that video again, and I love that video. Like, if I give you 10 million pounds right now, did you see that video? Mm-hmm. No? What's the video? What's okay, the if video? I give you 10 million pounds right now, would you be happy? Oh, I know where you're going You see that yeah, one? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. It, if I don't wake up tomorrow, am I still going to take it? Yeah. Exactly. True, I ain't taking that. <laughs> and if you have to change your 10 million, would you be happy? Yeah, you would be happy. You know what I mean? So 
life is about it's good to make money at the beginning you're gonna that's your main optic but then when you have enough just realize like i think the real wealth is to know when you have enough yeah so what's so what was your pinpoint to make you realize you have enough bro me i didn't realize until my friends passed away so know? really and truly if they probably didn't pass away you'll still be just money money yeah money, yeah money. no that way. was a big lesson yeah yeah that was definitely a big lesson like i'm just like bro they were my friends like one of them was very rich very successful bro like very successful like and he would be guys so like even richer now bro so big talent yeah and like for what he had so much money in his bank account but like for what like you're gonna die you're gonna die one day that's mad we're all gonna die that's that's the thing we share we're all gonna die you're gonna die you're gonna die i'm gonna die so let's enjoy life it's not about like being like 50 oh now i'm gonna enjoy now i'm gonna go on a big yacht or it's not even having those fancy things with like i'm gonna have time for myself going sport you know how you feel good when you go sleep early you wake up early go to the gym you are productive and have a nice routine you feel so nice so it's more about focusing on yourself and and yeah i want to ask you like you said you made 25 m's yeah how much money do you actually have in your bank? Now? Yeah, liquid. I can show you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always wondered, because a lot of people obviously can have millions in assets and all of this stuff. Okay, but this how is, much this is will be the first time the I sit it right there in the flesh. Okay, That's so I'm going to show actually. you a couple things, yeah? Okay. okay. Wait, internet is loading. I can hotspot you. So, <laughs> ob- <laughs> so obviously there is crypto thing that I don't want to disclose. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. Okay, obviously okay. So the that, stuff you don't want to show, don't show. Yeah, yeah, wait. So I'm going to show you one. That's one. Okay. No. Can I see? Look at the top, bro. <laughs> Look at the top, bro. I saw it. I saw it, bro. It was like 4.9 mil. 4.9 <laughs> I saw the zeros. I was like, what? <laughs> that's one. That's like one in Dubai. Personal. You have corporate in Dubai. Then you have personal in Switzerland. You have corporate in Switzerland. Then you have personal in France. That's yeah. mad. So do you see that bank account there? Obviously, that was Dubai. Yeah. Can you spend that money here? How does that work? Yeah, Apple Pay. Apple oh, Pay. So oh, and it just basically tr- switches the currency for you automatically. Yeah, so basically. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I have like different credit cards, but like, so I have like credit cards that I just pay and I get my kind of miles with Emirates. That's why I pay with a card because like I get um, a leverage of two, a multiplicator of two. So mm. every time I spend for a pound, I get... I get I get like two miles with um, Emirates. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So if I spend a thousand pounds, I get two thousand miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so sick. so with the success and everything which you've come to obviously achieve, congratulations. How has that worked for with your family? It is good. I'm very thankful. Have you brought them back home? Brought them here, or are they still back at home? <coughs> no, my family is living in Switzerland. Like okay. they don't want to leave. Like they're happy where they are. Like. And my family is very humble, like they are very genuine, like, and I think that's what helped me like to stay ground, grounded, 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 yeah, because yeah, yeah. I see a lot of people with less going nuts, people with more staying grounded, and I think everything depends of like your relation with your friends, with your family, how they raise you, if you're like a very, if you're close to your family, you know what I mean, like. Mm. I saw like some people also on social media who are close to their mom or their dad and you can see that they're still like very grounded and mm. yeah, they never took advantage. 
they don't want my money. Like obviously, I, I will always treat them. So for example, in December we're going to Bahamas. I'm gonna invite them. Nice. Like, this is more a thing than if I give money to my parents, they mm -hmm. will return it straight away. There is not a single chance they're gonna take a pound from me. Not a single chance. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing I can do is like grab my mom and buy her bags or send her bags. Actually, my sister sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> she wants some money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going on vacation. <laughs> no, no, but no. Seriously, I'm very happy with my family because like they're all like very respectful, help me, and yeah, I'm happy. So, I want to know. Yeah. Obviously, you guys are gonna say there's no one routine, but I just want to know yours in it. What on, on a day-to-day -day basis? What do you actually do? Um, so if I would lie, like everyone on social media, I wake up at 5 a.m., <laughs> do 30 minutes run, then 30 minutes CrossFit, then I do a cold shower, uh, then I have my chef doing me five eggs to become like a bodybuilder, um, then I make five millions per day, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> now, more seriously, the best thing, the best thing about life is like, I can wake up whenever I want because I invest for myself and all my other businesses, I have people that I put there. So for trading, depending if there is some news, if I'm gonna trade, I wake up whenever I want because I know if I don't wake up for like the New Year session, I will have another session to trade, you know? And if I feel tired, especially right now, because you're asking me what's my routine right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wake up whenever I want, but usually I wake up Anything between 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Like, more seriously, I wake up around, like, 9 a.m. every morning. Okay. And then I just go watch at the news if there is something interesting coming. And then I look at the chart quickly. And if there is anything, I just go to the gym. If there is something interesting, I'm going to get into a position, go to the gym, finish mm -hmm. the gym, go for lunch, come back home, take my profit if there is profit, mm -hmm. take my losses if there is some losses, and uh and that's it that's it kind of like and yeah every afternoon i spend maybe like one hour one hour and a half with all the businesses that i have just to make sure everything is on right and mm. just to show them that i'm still in that i'm actively doing and now recently since i started like the tech company that's taking me a bit of more time because as i told you the pro product mm. is very complex so the developers i would say every Two days we have like a 30 minutes call but just to see our progress yeah how it grows yeah. progress and because it's a very 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 big project you know yeah, very complex so yeah. do you know how much that's like estimated to make yeah a lot to reveal no, no, yeah no. I, I can't i can't can you show you can reveal it because i know no, you're no, i don't want to reveal the project but oh. so tech companies like because I, I know they <coughs> make a lot of money tech, tech bro also yeah sorry that's um right. there's something you need to understand with tech companies yeah you see for example there is a lot of people who are telling you um, or I have my SaaS, okay? Mm -hmm. Have my SaaS. What does that mean? Um, Software as a service. So, exactly. Yeah. So if you make 100K a month, that's 1.2 million a year. Let's say you spend 200K per year for like the, all the cost really. You make 1 million a year, yeah? Mm. But with SaaS, they always use a multiplicator of eight. They say, okay, I make 1 million. Okay, the real value of this, it's 8 million. So if someone makes 10 millions a year, He's gonna tell you, oh, it worth 80 million. If someone make 100 million, he's gonna tell you, it worth 800 million. That's crazy. But the real question is, do we know someone who's gonna buy this for 8x? Nah. 
Not really. Nah. Not really. So I'm saying those people show you numbers by telling you things that personally, I don't know if the business model, because it's SaaS, yeah, is going to work within the next eight years. So I'm paying a fronting for eight years without knowing like if it's yeah, gonna maybe if I'm good, I'm gonna push it. Is within four years I'm gonna make back, but it's still a big investment. You know what mm. I mean? Then it would be yeah. too easy. So those multiplicators that people are using, I don't really believe into them. For me, what's more important is like the data, mm-hmm. because mm. I, did you watch Cambridge Analytics mm. on Netflix? Nah, nah. Okay, so basically, it's a, a, I would recommend you to watch. It's a documentary explaining how like the data are useful. So when they had like the Trump election, they're explaining how Trump used them, Cambridge Analytics, mm-hmm. to become the president. The president of the United States is crazy. So because they had so many data about people, they could know, they had around 5,000 data per user on Facebook, yeah? Okay. So they could co- come to you and be, listen, okay, your rating about racism is seven out of 10. People who usually go, I'm just giving you an example yeah, for you to understand, but yeah. it's, it's kind of different. So you're ranking seven out of 10 in racism. For you to go and vote for Trump, you should be nine out of 10 racism, yeah? So what they're gonna do is your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed, it's gonna be, oh, the war in Afghanistan killed five soldiers. Oh, the, these people did this, you know? And they're just gonna increase the awareness that you have towards this to make you vote for Trump. Do you get what I mean? I get you. Yeah. I get you. So it's a very interesting documentary, almost two hours long, but like when you see what they do with data, it's crazy. And so with those tech companies where the money is, is about the value of the data that you have. So if you can provide a real nice service where people are using it constantly, because me, my service is gonna be free, you can ah. resell it for a lot of money. Oh yeah, so obviously. You get me? Yeah, so obviously. So the money's all in the data. But I, I don't mean, want to I mean, tell. It's like it's like um, Facebook and Instagram and everything. How the app's free to use, but people pay for the data. Obviously, for exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. God, that's why a lot of these apps are free. Exactly. And obviously, you know when like you'd be talking about the feeds or anything, mm-hmm. and then it pops up on the feed. Yeah. Your yeah, data is being facts, sold. Facts. All right. So let's see. Like a month ago, I made uh, Michael Ward's. Oh, Michael Ward. From yeah, Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. Top Boy, yeah. Amazing guy. You know who he is, isn't it? From um, Jamie. Top, Top boy. boy. Oh, Michael. I see yeah. him everywhere. Yeah, I see him everywhere. <laughs> He's everywhere. everywhere. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. So, I don't, like, I, we were clubbing. I was clubbing. And I met him clubbing. Where, you, where was he clubbing? Tape. See, okay. And, like, it just go. you know what I mean? This world is, like, very small. So, once you know someone or you're a friend with someone, like, I don't really care about meeting this guy or that guy or that guy. Just like, I'm going to be chilling. They're going to be here if they're nice. Mm. Connection, if there is, this guy's a dick or if they think I'm a dick, <laughs> there is no connection. No, but seriously, this is how it works, you know? Have you ever had any bad interactions with anyone where you've met and you thought, nah, you're actually kind of a dick? <laughs> I think a lot of, nah, nah, I wouldn't say a lot, but some people are different. Like, don't, don't say their names. No, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to never say anything. No, for me, like, I would never attack or say something bad about someone because for me, it's very low, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you need to have a low esteem about yourself to attack someone. But yeah, obviously, I think some people are, like, different from the camera that's what they're in real, you know? Mm. I've heard that. I've heard that a few times from a, a few people, A actually. few guests, yeah. 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 Like some people will be, ah, nice on the camera. And then, like, ah. No? 
<laughs> I want to ask you. So, if I was wanting to get into trading, yeah, crypto, forex, whatever it is, what's three? What's three things I should do? I'm starting from scratch, just like you did. If you start from the scratch, first thing is be realistic. You know, like just understand that you're not gonna become rich overnight because everything is about your mindsets. Like, if your mindset is clear, you have a vision that okay, I can become profitable by trading, but I need to be patient. I need to learn. I need to spend time doing that. That's mm -hmm. the first thing. Second thing is that you should be able to control your emotions. Like, don't overreact. Be able to take your break. How do I do that? How do you control your emotions? Yeah, how do you do it? So, let's say your net worth is 10,000 pounds. Just a random number, okay? 10,000 pounds. Would you go and feel comfortable about investing 5,000 pounds in trading? <laughs> Half of my net worth? Yeah, I'm asking you. That's a high risk. It depends how hungry I was, isn't it? No, but... but it's not sensible, no? Exactly, it's not sensible, right? So now even you have 1,000 pounds and you want to start investing with 500. Again, it's 50%. Are you comfortable? I would, you know, if I was 10,000, I feel like I got something to lose. If it was 1,000, I could make 1,000 in a month. Like, yeah. That's not <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah. Bro, trust me, if you, still have, if you only have 1,000 pounds, it's the same thing. You're not gonna make again one thousand pounds that fast because you remember you only yeah, have one thousand pounds. You, you've only got a thousand. Like it's like saying I have ten thousand pounds. I lose five thousand pounds. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna make back five thousand pounds. Yeah. You uh, hey, oh, hey. so is that the attitude you have? Since yeah. I'll always make it back. Like, you know, like yeah. if you know how to turn a thousand pounds into one thousand five hundred pounds by trading, you will know how to make a hundred thousand pounds into. 150,000 pounds, same thing, 10 million into 15 millions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all a number game, you know? So you need to invest, especially at the beginning when you start investing, what you feel comfortable to lose, okay? Because 90% of people make mistakes. Even me, I told you, I had knowledge, but I still burn like 3,500 pounds because I made mistakes because I was greedy, I oversized, I wasn't patient enough. I thought like, because I did like two, three, four trades, I started like oversized. Like, you need to be able to control yourself. So what do you do? And I always say that, like, I have some people sometimes reaching me, oh, Swiss, I want to invest 100,000, 50,000. I said, no, bro, it's stupid. Like, Why? I'm going to make money. I said, yo, at the beginning, you might make some mistake by your own, okay? So it's better for you to understand and make a mistake on a 1,000 pounds account, if you're willing to invest 100K, on a 1,000 pounds account, than on a 100K account, Take yeah. to L and be, oh shit, now I lost like 30, 30, 30 40,000 pounds. Shit, no. You go, start small. You see that you are able to be profitable. You stick to your, to your, um, to your strategy, to your plan, to everything. And okay, now I'm good. It's been like four months, I'm good with a 300 pounds. Because it's, it doesn't matter. Like If you take your whole trading career, that might be 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Do you really care about four months of making sure you're good? Not really. Mm. Like when you zoom out and you look, this is tiny on the whole spec, you know, of your trading career. So make sure you're good. And then once you're good, then you start investing bigger. Mm. So if I had a thousand pounds, yeah, how much should I ideally be risking? Are you saying 50? Hon honestly, I would say like, yeah, go for 150 pounds max. So around pounds. like 10%. 10, 15 max. Do you, do you not remember that Diary of the CEO episode? He was saying, like, 
you do want to invest only 20% actually into whatever yeah, it is Yeah, true, true. He, he was like, just take 5 to 10% of whatever you make in a month. And invest it. And yes. that's what you should so invest in So how has your like, risk management changed since you now have more to risk? Does it still stay the same? or? Yeah, so... Once you know something works, I keep the same oh, you strategy. Keep, so even mm-hmm. if you have more money, yeah, yeah, yeah. keep it the same. But as then you with the profit that I want to cash out and diversify, I do other things, you know. So I'm going to buy gold, which say like low risk. I'm going to buy watches, which most of the time are going to be low risk. You buy I'm the gold buy, bars? Sorry? It gold is in the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You put that in the bank, in the yeah. safe. That's what I'm saying. So do you have that in like the, the material? As yeah, in, yeah, You probably store that in the bank. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That will always have its value. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you have this, uh, maybe you're going to put on some shit coin. You maybe put like 1% of my profit and be, oh, you know what? I'm going to go. That shit coin is funny. I'm going to make money. I'm going <laughs> to lose money. I might lose all the money I made of those 1%, you know, on shit coins. I'm going to be, I don't know, like, I'm going to do some property. You know, for example, like I was telling you now, I'm like doing a lot of property in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Dubai is big. You know, you're in the middle of the desert, right? So now because it's growing, like it's growing. They're constantly. expanding it massively. Exactly. Massive. Some, again, now it's time to play. If you have some money that you can use to take some more risk, I'm going to be, oh, this area here, right here, I'm going to buy now and maybe wait for the next like five years, see how it's expanding. If it's hitting and there is, I don't know, they opened a new mall or they opened something. So <coughs> some of my money going to go in safe areas in Dubai, like downtown, Marina, hmm. uh, those main places that are good. And then I'm going to go like GVC, you know, those areas which were a bit far and now just popping, you know. Hmm. So you always need like even when you invest into something, try to diversify no, again. Yeah. And um, one thing I would like also to say is like, don't fall for the mistake to have like a financial advisor. Like this is the biggest bullshit mm. ever. Why is that? Okay, f- what's the financial advisor for you, if I ask you? Advise you on your finances, where you're spending X amount here, where you spend the X amount okay. there. Mm-hmm. Is the financial advisor supposed to help you to adv- invest your money? I mean, I would say advise how to use your money, not how to invest your money. Okay, so who should advise you how to invest your money? You, because you're the one who made it. Okay, that's a good thing. Actually, that's a very good answer. Because most people, they think like the financial advisor is going to tell them where to go and how to do things. But this is not the truth. Like, if you want to go for a specific field, which can be real estate, trading, uh, selling course online, uh, open a rental agency, open like a restaurant, a shisha lounge, whatever, mm-hmm. go for someone who's successful in this area, okay? Because the financial advisor, he's not good in this, in this, in this. Me, for example, when I go and do the property in Dubai, I go with someone that I know is successful and has made money there, mm-hmm. you know? And you just follow what they do, their path, because they have this strategy. They probably spent like the last 20 years being here, seeing how it goes. The same with the real... Um, uh, rental agency that I opened with my friend. He's my friend now, but I went with him because I know he had a, a rental agency in Belgium. He had one in France, one in Switzerland, one in Dubai working. So, oh, let's open a franchise together because I know you are good everywhere where you are doing that, you know? So every time, and when, the first time I lost money on the business was in Toshisha Place. Why? Because I went there without really knowing who I'm going with. You know what I mean? 
So always, if you want to be with someone and do something, just go with someone who's an expert in the domain. And don't just go all around. You're just going to lose time and money. And money is time, so you lose more money. Fair enough. Tip three. Tip three, trust in you. Like, mm, if you don't like believe that. in you, nobody's going to believe in you, you know? I like that. I, I like that. So why do you think it is traders have a bad name? Because obviously, we've had... Most con- money coach Curtis, you came on and he's, he does um, drop shipping. And I see when people see you winning, like, oh, you're a scam. You're not who you say you are. This guy's just trying to sell us a fake course. Why do you think traders have that name? <coughs> so I think, to be honest, traders have even a worse name. I think, yeah, they have the worst. Yeah, they have. They yeah, have. They that's they have that's they why worse. I don't call myself a trader. I'm an investor. Because, yeah, I make money from investing into the market, but I make money from investing in other ventures. But yeah, for me to have, like, we have the worst name. Because people just, like, it's so easy to, to say shit online. They're going to go open a chart, take a picture, say I'm a trader. So many people are selling, like, bullshit course, don't provide any value. Like, I don't know, it's so easy to pretend you're a trader. Like, literally, you go on Instagram, you look at the, what these guys do. You can do the same thing. You go take a rental car. They have a rental car. They put some chart. They never talk about trading. They never have like live trading, you know? For me, if you want to know someone who trades, go on YouTube and put his name, okay? And put his name and see if he's doing like live session with his members, if he's talking about his, does he have a background, you know? For example, most people talk about trading. Okay, you can start trading. You can become a trader even without going to uni. Personally, I have a bachelor and a master in investment risk finance. I know what I do even without those social media things. Then on social media, I meet so many people. And I'm like, oh, bro, let's go like for a trading session together. What do you think about that? What do you think about the inflation? What's going to happen with NFP? Or what? They don't know what's going on, you know? They, they're mm. confused. They don't know nothing. And so you're just like, ah. Oh. Okay, so yeah, I think we have a bad name because the financial industry in general is something very sensitive. People think it's dodgy. Uh, even with this Ponzi scheme, like, and especially now, if you see like all those things, like even Celsius or FTX, all those bankruptcy, just make even worse the name of the crypto space, all the NFT scam, make it, you know, because there is so much money involved, you know, and all this money is involved because people are greedy, like they see a quick money scheme, oh, I'm going to make money buying NFTs, boom, they lose their money, oh, NFTs is a scam, oh, crypto so is a scam, oh, I tried investing, I lost my money because that guy didn't know what he was doing. And most of the thing that those gurus online, you can find the same thing for free on internet, on baby peeps, on YouTube. Like, there is so much content. That's why, like, people, if they just open their eyes, they can just, like, yo, everything mm. is free. Everything is free. I want to ask you my personal question. Yeah. I'm actually going to change it up as well. Okay, go ahead. What's your biggest regret? My biggest regret. That's a good one. That's a good one. And you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to think, but I already know the answer. You don't have one. I don't have one. I feel like a lot of people would say that. Like, because I'm someone who like, who does things, you know, like if I want to yeah. do something, I would most likely do and then think after, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it's not about business, business wise, if I have some regrets, maybe that sometimes I give my trust too easily. I mean, I used to give my trust too easily and ah. I got screwed because I was, you know how I was t- telling you I was naive for the car thing. Yeah, 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 I was also now like, oh, everyone is here to help each other. Everyone is nice. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's not like this. People are just like greedy and they want to take your money. But in life in general, no regrets. 
business-wise, the only one that I gave. And it's not even a regret because it's a lesson at the end of the day, you know, I learned. So mm -hmm. there is no real regret because you need to go through that phase in order to become a better version. So no, no real regrets. Yeah. I like that. So one of the questions I've also got for you is how can someone become a successful trader like you and create a lifestyle just similar to you as well? So the first thing I would like to clarify that I'm not the typical example, okay? Mm. Like if people see me, I don't want them to think, oh, I'm going to start... I'm gonna be like Swizzy, okay? Mm. Like, I'm a very small portion of those successful traders, traders okay? And again, when you said to mention lifestyle, they can't just focus on the lifestyle, they need to focus on the eight years of work that I put into in order to achieve that level. Tell us, tell us about the hours that you put in of work. <coughs> Bro, it's like when my friends go out, I was staying home to save the money, you know? Mm. My friends go for dinner, oh, Swizzy, come. Oh, uh, no, guys, I'm going to say, oh, don't be pussy. Come with us, bro. Just one night. Bro, one night here, one night here, one night. You know what I mean? You say yes to one friend. Why would I say yes to that friend or that friend? Then he's going to, you know, like, it's so many small, tiny sacrifices that people don't see but add up. And there is one book that I read. It's called The, Com uh, the Power of Compounding Effect. And this is probably like the best. But guys, if you didn't read that book, I would recommend you definitely to read it. It's like the success that you see today it's just the add up a very small thing, you know, and over time it builds up like this. But small effort that you're gonna do every single day consistently, every single day, like they're gonna pay off within the next like five, ten years. Sick. But yeah, you just have sick. to be patient, you know. That's so why I was telling you about that episode. Yeah, with that yeah, money yeah. expert and he was talking about the S&P 500 he was like have you invested in S&P? Yeah. yeah how long have you been invested in that? not that much to be honest maybe three years yeah because he was basically saying like you invest a certain amount 5% 10% whatever you make and then obviously after like 15 years you're gonna yeah compounding effect yeah. it's gonna be mm. crazy yeah. and that's just 15 years Yeah. you don't normally mm. stop after 15 years no. especially if you're young like 20 yeah, 25 all bro that. the power yeah financially wise bro if you take, and even the difference, if you start investing at 20 or 25 on the S&P 500, the company effect of those five years, you think it's nothing. It's, it's going to be so, bro. we're talking about millions, bro, difference between someone who's now invested at 20 and 25. It's a long-term vision. What's the latest you could invest in the S&P 500? Sorry? What's the minimum you could invest in the S&P 500? It's the price of the S&P 500. It's like around 3,800, I think something. Oh, 3,000. Yeah. yeah. So this is why like, Wait, that's to go a for monthly? That no. Month? Annually? Uh, no, one. Oh, so it's just one investment yeah. of 3,800 yeah. for the year. Let me check now. Is that Price okay? Is that <laughs> 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 I was saying, my that's on me. Price. You see, now it's, now it's like 4,500. And that's just a one-time payment? No, it's not. No, that's, that, that's, how much it's, that's how much it's worth, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's how much. One like, share of the S&P 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I, get what you're I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. So if you want to buy 10 of them, that's $45,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's... That's it. Well, do you have any final advice of what people should be investing in right now? I think we already... Uh, it's not a financial advice. Yeah. Uh, like... Wait, disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> I'm not, don't it's my personal opinion, yeah. whatever. But like, I love crypto. And with everything going on, I think crypto is the thing. Like so many people are telling me, oh, but it's too late to invest crypto, Bitcoin. No, just go for Bitcoin. Like 
Bitcoin, you don't need to buy the whole unit, like for S&P 500. S&P 500, you want to buy one now, you need to put $4,500. But Bitcoin, you can buy $200 worth of Bitcoin, you know? Mm. And DCA, dollar cost averaging, is like the key, like, just buy small bits, like what you can afford, you know? And now Bitcoin is at $30,000. Imagine it's going to go back, I'm pretty confident, it's going to go back to the all-time high of 68000 mm. Then... <coughs> in two, uh, 2024, around like beginning mid March, we're gonna probably have the halving of Bitcoin, and we're gonna, from my perspective, have again a bull, a bull run, run again. Okay. So, again, we might hit the 100k, you know. So imagine you buy now for 30k. If it goes back to the all-time previous all-time high, you already have 68k. So you double your money. So let's say during the next five months, you invested 5,000 pounds. Maybe it's gonna worth eleven thousand pounds, twelve thousand pounds, and that's already amazing as a return on investment. Like, yeah. if you let your money slip at the bank, you don't have you have half a percent, a percent a year. What's that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's even less than it's that. Like yeah, point eight percent. It's something stupid. Yeah, though. but there's no point putting your money in the bank. Yeah, <laughs> if you wait for the next all-time high, which might be hundred k, you're gonna triple your money. So and, those and that's just on Bitcoin. Imagine exactly. if you do Ethereum or something. Yeah, like that. and then yeah. you put a certain percent. Like, also, don't put everything on Bitcoin or everything on Ethereum. Like, put, I don't know, maybe like 35% on Bitcoin, 35% on Ethereum. Or I would more put 40% on Bitcoin, 30% on Ethereum. And then I would play with those 30% and diversify, you know, with like... And I would wait with that money to like go for like some interesting blockchain, upcoming blockchain, yeah. or some other project that you believe in. But always do your due diligence. You know, people just... FOMO, and that's the main thing what they lose their money. <coughs> they FOMO, they see a project, they see everyone talking about it, and they invest. No, you see everyone talking about it, it's probably already too late, you know, to get in. So what yes. you should do is like, if you still want to invest into that, go back, look at the crypto, what's the value, is it sustainable, what's the team behind the crypto. Mm. Like you need nice. to analyze all these angles and be, okay, I did my due diligence, it sounds solid. It sounds credible. I'm gonna put my money. Just don't because your friend said you are going. Uh, you're gonna blame your friend. True. Fairs. So just do that. I'm somebody now who's just watched this podcast. Now yeah. I've heard about crypto stuff. I should be getting into. Where's the first place I should go to educate myself? Depends. I would just go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube University. Yeah, I would go on YouTube and just Google like how can I how to trade. And just and watch the video. Yeah, so what are some of the key things in learning how to trade they should understand? Like resistance supports, trend line, and also one thing major, don't believe that there is a magical indicator that's going to make rich because don't buy any of those indicators you're going to see online because trust me, if you would have an indicator that could predict what's going to go up and down, these two were worth billions, billions, billions. And the market is something sometimes irrational. So don't buy anything. Go online and find all the things, learn the basic, and like start from the scratch. You know, sometimes the people are not patient, they just wanna go and jump to like, oh, technical analyze. No, mm. go with the basic. What is a technical analyze? Okay, and take notes, like have a diary where you wrote, have everything, then when you start trading, if you do a trade, just write why you took that trade. Then after one month for all the trades you took, go back, look at your diary. Okay, that works, that doesn't work, that works, okay that works for me and just do it, you know, and yeah. stick to your plan, you know, and don't be scared like to lose money. It's part of the game, you know, 
One more question before we end. How yeah. long how long do your trades last for? Because I know some people do like some quick scalping trades. So me, it's more trades. like day trades, more day trades. And also I do... So the thing is, I do... That that really depends. That really depends. I would more go for day trade, but I also do some scalp. I do scalp with day entries. Day okay, trade entries. You okay. get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm going to have like... If I'm going to have like big positions, maybe I'm going to close quickly 30% of my positions and then mm-hmm. hold for the day 70% of my positions. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I get you. I get you. Well, yeah. Sweetie, I'd like to thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for coming down, man. I'm thank excited you. to see what's next for you. You'll yeah. definitely learn a lot about trading and I hope someone's watching this home. Make sure you go and check out Switzy. That's straight. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you, guys. Great Thank stories, you great life, <laughs> and a lot of money. <laughs> we appreciate you guys so much for making it to the end of the video. We really do. And looking at our analytics, over 80% of you guys are subscribed. So if you could do us a favor, like, comment, and subscribe, it does a lot more than you know. Thank you, mate, to the end of the episode. And make sure you go and check out the newest episode coming out Monday.